thought you were reading. You're not doing a read? I always wait for the read. Sorry, guys. I took my, my ears off. Welcome back to another edition or the second hour of Conservative Daily Podcast. Obviously, this is Joe Oltman. I am your host today. Max is sick. He did call in. We're going to start this by actually doing a read for um, um, how to run for office if you're a Christian conservative. Um, campaign winners serve in office, all while staying true to our shared biblical values. If you want to learn how to run for office as a Christian conservative, it is an online course from former U.S. Congressman Bill Redman. It's the only comprehensive campaign training with a biblical worldview. Check out runforoffice.training slash cd. You can use promo code uh, CD10, and you can save an additional 10% off an already affordable price. In service to our great country, we must all work together to glorify God through government for such a time as this. How to run for office as a Christian conservative is more important now than it has ever been. Uh, go to runforoffice.training slash CD. Use the promo code CD10. Even if you're not going to run for office, if you know someone that is going to run for office, it'd be great to actually have all of the ammunition you need in order to win those races. Running for office is one thing. Winning is something completely different. And we want to make sure that we win. So back at it, we'll talk a little bit more about what's happening in Maricopa County um, and what's happening in Antrim County and what's happening in Georgia and what's happening in New Hampshire. We know that in New Hampshire, we, we face different issues. They have chosen a left-leaning uh, audit company to help in New Hampshire, again, trying to console those in um in New Hampshire that, hey, we're going to look into this. We want to get to the bottom of the election integrity. Stop, please. We have a caller on the call right now. His name is David. David, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, David from California. I wish I could say I'm surprised at this whole Arizona um, missing data, but um, I was kind of ticking, ticking the days waiting for that to happen. I knew it would happen, uh, just waiting for the day. Question. Yeah. Why, why is it that we can't just either make a forensic audit of all the servers, of all these counties, of all these states, and just wait for them to delete it data? That basically points us right in the direction of where we should be looking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that something like that can't be done. Well, I think it can be done. I think that there's so much white noise and so much misdirection happening right now that it makes it very difficult for them to get to the bottom of it. I mean, it is, there is so much that they are doing in order to interfere with our ability to get to the bottom of it. And, and, and we'll talk about what they said in the letter specifically, but they actually said in the letter that they had removed things from packages and put the packages at the, at the bottom of the, of the uh, boxes. And that by itself was done to slow down the process in hopes that they can get them to not get through the entire election. It, it, yeah, it just... It's it's kind of disgusting, uh, and just looking at history, nobody on the left ever gets busted, ever, no matter how what they do, people can go missing, and, and nothing true. ever happens. But yeah. the second somebody on the on the right hiccups, uh, you know, they they rot in jail or something. So it's you know, I completely agree with you. It's not a free society. And then they get abused in jail, and they give people free yeah. passes to beat them almost to an inch of their yeah. life, make them lose their eyesight. Yeah. So, so what do you adding think? Adding insult what, to injury, huh? Well, what do you, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful country. And it is a beautiful country. We just have to protect it. And we know that we're at that place right now where the left has screwed up everything they've touched. We, we, you don't have to go mm -hmm. very far. You can just go to any city that Democrats run, and it is total trash. 
any city. Yeah. So what do you think the answer is? I agree. Is? I live in one. I yeah. live in the biggest one in L.A. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting here. Yeah. How, how's, the, how's the homeless population doing in L.A.? Oh, it's, I mean, if you, if you go into that part of town, you'll, you'll end up with some life-changing diseases. I mean, it's, 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 it's just disgusting. Uh, you know, and, and they just trick the, the people here to, to vote for more money. They think money, throwing money at it is, is the thing. And, and the money never makes it to the end. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a way of, of backfilling budgets and pensions and unfunded liabilities. It's just, it's, and the fact that people here just don't care. They just want their, their free stimulus, their free this. And look at Newsom right now, trying to buy his, buy his way back in, um, you know, he's giving away billions of dollars now and, and in hopes that he can no masks now. Yeah. Has that, has that happened? Has that come into effect? The no mask part? I think, I think in the 15th, he said something the other day on, on live when they were interviewing him that on the 15th, we're going to do no masks. And then he kind of retracted. I heard the day after quite frankly, I, I, I really don't pay attention anymore to the news after um, I saw how egregious the cheat can be after the election. I kind of deleted everything. I don't, I don't, really watch news. I, I pay attention to the stock market now. <laughs> and that's it. There, well, let, let me let me talk. Let me ask you a question. What do you think the yep. what do you think recourse is for us right now? I mean, I, you heard what I said. What do you think recourse is? What do you think we have to do as the American people? We just have to continue to try to expose. I mean, even exposing things doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, judges, they're really not going after the people i mean they could they could literally find out who deleted who, who hit this delete button and nothing will happen i mean it's just it's just disheartening it's discouraging i mean both well, my both my parents came from communist countries one from cuba one from venezuela i mean i, I know how bad communi communism can be you know and to and to see this happening here i mean it's just it's just disgusting really, quite frankly it's and and do you? I mean, how do you, how do you, how do your parents feel about this? Uh, unfortunately, they both passed, but oh, um, they were both Republican um, because the left is kind of dangling in the past with with the whole you know social programs, which kind of leads into into you know socialism and communism and all that stuff. So they really both leaned right just just to try to prevent what what's happening to both their countries. You know, I, me and my siblings both had the, the luxury of, or the pleasure of being born all here um, when they met here in college. But, uh, you know, I, I'm a patriot. You know, I'll fly a flag anywhere and everywhere and, 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 and continue to fight. But it's just, I don't know, shy of, shy of um, you know, 2A, 2A stuff, you know, to try to force our rights back. I, I, I really don't know. Well, I think that, I I think that really that's one know. of the things that we have to consider is the, the route that results in making sure that we can protect the rights of every American. Those that, and, and we never want to be able to raise our arms against another person who is American, but we also do recognize that there is a cancer in our society right now that is, that is, that is bound determined to steal our American way of life and get us to a place where we're oh, yeah. just as trashy as, as some of the other countries that, uh, that have been infected by communism years ago. I mean, what do, what do you do when they, when, when the Senate is, is about to, you know, make it law, all these things that helped uh, steal this election? I mean, they're going to, they're going to bypass the filibuster. They're going to try to do all these things. I mean, how do you, how do you stop that? Yeah. You, you, you encourage people to run for office and do this, you do that. But then, then I think I mean, that when, we're at that when place, they blatantly think, do a power run. 
if if they pass if they pass pass this bill this hr1 s1 bill if they pass this bill nothing is going to stop what happens next in this country and i don't care what the fbi says or the cia says i don't care how they try to quash it you're going to see a rise up in this country of 100 million people and say no no you don't get to steal our country and i could be wrong but i don't think i'm wrong you could only corner a dog for so long before right. he, uh, he fights back. You know? And unfortunately, that's the last thing that you, anybody would ever wish on. You know, like you mentioned, we're, we're, we're all Americans. We should be in this together. But you know, the brainwashing, the, the greed, politicians, and, and just the people not paying attention, just, you know, low information, low knowledge, low education. These people are just, you know, they, they'll vote for 50 bucks, really, for, for a free cell phone, you know, Obama phone or something like that. We'll, we'll get them to vote one way, and it's just, it's just well, it's just and- sad. And we have we have we have leadership in different places that are just not listening to the people. They're not listening to the people at all. They're just walking in and saying, "Nope, no. you, you have to wear a mask because us uh, liberal uh, leftist terrorists decide you have to wear a mask." It's really well. Bad. They're not listening to the people because they know there's no ramifications. The Justice Department, you know, the the, the judicial. Nobody ever gets busted on the left. I mean. Well, I think the busting is going to start soon because I think there's a lot of us that are actually coming together and saying we've had enough. We're done talking. I'm done talking. Yeah. You have to be done talking. If we're all done talking and we stand up and we actually act with courage, there'll be a lot of things that'll, that they won't be able to accomplish. Yeah, and, and, and as we speak, I'm, I'm pretty sure databases are being deleted across the nation. A hundred percent. 100%. For whatever reason. We have a massive problem in Colorado. We have a massive problem with our GOP in Colorado that has moved on from the election in Colorado. Our GOP in Colorado, which was supposed to be, hey, I'm not, I'm not a Republican in name only. I'm here because I want to bring people together. It turns out that they are standing in the way of progress. They have become exactly what the left is, obstructionists and people that want to see the demise of our country while acting and looking like they're actually doing something to help people. They're not doing anything. Yeah. They want to act with this decorum. It's just self-interest. And, yeah. Just, in a lot of the cases, it, I think it's the path of least resistance, right? It's right. Just, you know, they'll just go go on with, with whatever because they know there will be a fight, a battle. Um, their name will be trashed. Their family will be harassed. You know, if you stand up for, for what's right sometimes, you know, it's, there's, a, there's a big penalty to pay if you're on the right. Yeah. Well, hey, I'll give you a last word, and then we have somebody else on the line. But, um, David, thanks for the call. Anything else you want to tell the listeners? Uh, no. I, I'm, well, I'm sad to hear what's happening in Colorado. I'm, I'm, I haven't visited there, and I'm, I'm going to go on my first hunting trip for elk uh, this elk season. So Sweet. hope to, to see the beauty of Colorado holds. Uh, holds. And thanks for, for everything that you do. I appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you, sir. That is David. I, th- I think we uh, actually have another caller. I need a minute to actually bring him on as well. You can actually dial in and talk to me. The number here is 888-441-1121. We are talking about the Maricopa County. We're talking about what's happening in Antrim County and around the country. There's some things that you can find. Hey, Rob. Rob, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Sorry, we we have training going on and Max isn't here. So we, I got I got the double whammy today. So thanks for calling in. Uh, they said you wanted to talk about the inflation situation. Yeah, it was uh, it was funny because we had a meeting last week. I worked in construction here in Nevada, and uh, one of the 
shutting up to conserve fuel and to be careful with the yeah, safety shoring we use in the trench because the price of lumber had gone up. Yeah. And I said, why are you guys coming from the top with problems? You guys are supposed to come with solutions. I got an inflation on fuel prices. I still got to pay it. So where where's my help at? Where's where's my solution, you know? Right. Well, your, your solution is you have to pay and, about 52% more for your gas. That's your solution. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's just, it's like you guys are constantly <laughs> saying, I've really stepped up my game as far as, far as talking back and telling these people that, you know, enough is enough and getting the word out. When you guys spit these facts, I turn around and spit them to everybody I work with against company policy because now we're not even supposed to talk about politics. So I put stickers, your guys' stickers, Trump hats, a flag on the back of my truck. Cause however I can get the word out, I'm trying. Well, we all have to do our part. And you said you're in Nevada? Yes, sir. So which part of Nevada are you in? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas proper or like yeah. Nevada, uh, excuse me, Henderson, th those areas? Uh, I live in the southwest, so okay. uh, it'd be Las Vegas proper where I work at. Well, I, I tell you, it, it's going to take all of us standing up and being courageous and having the voice. But when the time comes, we're going to probably have to do more than just to have a voice. We have to show up at, at these protests. I'm not going to call them rallies. We don't, we're not having rallies anymore. They're called protests, right? The left can have their protests. Right. We, have to, right. we have to show up in big numbers all across the nation. And a lot of those things are happening this Saturday. I don't know if you've heard about uh, some of the freedom uh, rallies. Uh, excuse me, they call them rallies. I'm going to call them protests that are happening around the nation. And frankly, uh, Antifa can't get enough people to come out to those rallies in every place because it's every part of the country. So we're starting to see that they're having to ship people into certain areas like, oh, my gosh, they're going to figure out that we don't have a lot of people when we don't show up to every state. Exactly. And that brings me to my next question. What's up with Colorado? I took the time off the end of this month. You, t you took the time. Oh, so listen, let me tell you what happened. So we have an event that was scheduled for the 27th of May. So I need you to get back on your calendar at work. We have moved it to June 24th. And the reason being is because we had to make sure that we had fully had fully approved. I don't know if I mentioned it at the beginning. So the event is at Bandamere Speedway on June 24th. We had to move it because we didn't have enough time. And we didn't get everything kind of squared away with Bandamere and get the final approval until yesterday. And getting everyone we needed to get there for the, for the 27th just wasn't going to happen. And it's my birthday, so I wish it would have because then I could have got on stage and said, hey, happy birthday to me. Look at this. This is amazing to have these 20,000 people there. But it'll be June twenty fourth. Well, it'll be twenty thousand and eight because since January, I've been able to make people think, and I got a handful of buddies that are willing to make the drive with me. So I'll get the word out, and I look forward to being there. And I'll look around what's local and get my voice heard out there. Hey, you do that, and remember, courage is more infectious than fear. When you get here, make sure you look me up. Um, make sure you send uh, an email in to us so that I can say hello to you there. Absolutely, and uh, I'll leave you with this. Glory be to God, and if we're not speaking up, we're not doing our justice and our duty as followers of Christ. 100%. I could not. I mean, I got chills as you said it. God bless you, Rob. Thanks for calling. Wow. Today has been a packed day of people calling 
and uh, we have another caller. I don't know if we're ready yet. We're going to take a minute, but I want you to. I want. I want to get back to what Rob just said, and that is, glory be to God. I am not going to apologize for being a Christian conservative. I often tell people I'm from the south side. I'm from the south side of heaven, though. I'm not afraid to stand up. I'm not afraid to say the things that are necessary. And I'm certainly not afraid to speak truth. And I'm willing to sacrifice things, and I think you should be willing to sacrifice things too. For such a time as this, it is going to take us to take back the beaches of Normandy. Our next caller is Bob. Bob, thanks for coming on. Joe, it's a pleasure, sir, and an honor, and I want to thank you for all your effort. Thank you. Thanks for calling Uh, in. just let me give you my background quickly. I grew up on New, in Manhattan on the Upper East Side in, in a private school education. All right. And um, when I was 17, I started at the University of Chicago and malingered on in Chicago for many, many years. Worked in Republican politics, which was, trust me, a very lonesome job. <laughs> uh, actually, I lived in the district that gave Obama his start in politics, uh. over my objection, I might add. Uh, but I, uh, I learned my conservative uh, thinking both from my parents, and then it was perpetuated thanks to a chap by the name of Milton Friedman. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, let me just tell you, I'm not surprised by the antics in Antrim or, or wherever. Uh, on Election Day, I actually, this goes back into the 70s and the 80s, I actually saw the Democrats try to wheel out election mach- voting machines because they weren't getting the vote out. They were just going to take them back in the alley and, you know, throw it a couple the levers a couple hundred times. So this doesn't, this doesn't surprise me at all. They've just become more sophisticated and the technology has allowed them to become even more efficient in their theft. But I'd like to suggest something, you know, um, I'm a kind of a bottom line person. I was in my own business for many years yeah. and became a successful stock trader. And then I retired when I was in my early fifties. Uh, moved to Las Vegas because I got tired of spending $5 million of Chicago's city budget to remove graffiti instead of attacking the problem that caused the graffiti. But let me suggest something to you from both my economic background, and perhaps this is a little bit out of the box. We know that there are about 70 million-plus people who voted for President Trump. 100%. And we know that these are the people that are the bricklayers and the truck drivers and the masons and the... Uh, the hardworking people that believe in the American dream and the American spirit, that have a goal, that, that want their children to have something better than what they had, and they want their grandchildren to have something even better yet. And these are people who invest in themselves and their country and in the market. If we took 10% of that 7 million pe- 70 million people, that would be 7 million, and we said, look, we want you to make an investment, hold your nose, Buy four stocks, one share of each, one share of Coca-Cola, one share of Twitter, one share of Delta Airlines, one share of Kroger Food Companies, the largest food distributor and a big BLM supporter in this country. You could do that for under $200. And do you know what the impact would be if there were all of a sudden 7 million new shareholders at all these left-wing companies? They would have to listen to us. I would love to attend that next annual meeting after that occurred. That's my thought, and I'd love to hear your comments on it. You know, I think that's a great idea. We we um, went through this process, and we talked about this back in January, about starting a company that could um, destabilize and create a, a, a an alternate path of technology from cradle to grave. And so we've had to go through the uh, uh, SEC requirements in order to do that. 
and it has been one expensive. I've had to spend a bunch of money doing it. We finally got to the point where we could do that in order to create an opportunity where we could have a place where people could have a voice and we could build good technology. The, the problem that you have, let's hypothetically say that they buy uh, one share of each of, uh, uh, Coca of all these different companies, Coca-Cola, uh, Kroger, I agree with you with Kroger, by the way. Also, United Foods is a great organization that ships food across the country. Um, uh, Twitter and, um, I don't I forgot what Delta the, was the other Delta. one. Yeah, so let, let's say we hypothet hypothetically did that. We, we'd have to then stand together. Mm -hmm. One of the problems with us on the right or right of center is that we haven't learned to play well with others and to set aside our petty differences and to go unified towards a, uh, a direction. We, we just haven't. And part of that is because the left infiltrates the right and creates conflict. It's, it, it's actually in their blueprint. The left is saying, hey, you have to go over there on the right and you're the guy that has to go in there and mess things up. So in, in principle, I love the idea. I, I think that an alternate idea to that would be to have our own economic system, our own stocks, our own companies, our own ability to buy from and support people who support the American way of life. Well, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't agree with you anymore that, uh, yeah, uh, that there's oh, that the problem when you have free thought and free speech is that people sometimes exercise that. Yeah. <laughs> and and that leads to a diversity of opinion. Um, and, of course, diversity of opinion is the absolute anathema to what the left is preaching. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, and it's very convenient to be uh, uniform with everybody else. I mean, you don't have to think. That's, in my mind, the reason that the left is so supportive of racism, because when you are racist, you are just that is merely a subset of prejudice. Right. And prejudice requires you merely to adopt an ideology without having to give any credence to the whether there's any valid, validity to the, the basis for that ideology. So it's very convenient for people that are low, low thought individuals. And, and low thought individuals that can stand together because, oh, you know, it looks like the popular opinion. It's like it, it, it's like the Tide Pod challenge. We're exactly. Dealing, we're dealing with it, a huge Democrat Tide Pod challenge with people that, frankly, aren't smart enough to tie their own shoes, I would say. That's why they made Velcro. Yeah, that is exactly why they made Velcro. You are absolutely right. Yeah, well, I, I you know, I have a kind of Monty, Monty Python view of the world, so I don't know what to tell you. But listen, I appreciate your giving me the opportunity absolutely. to speak out and to uh, share my thoughts with you, and uh, and I'm ready to participate in the fight. When you were talking about establishing the... Uh, uh, the new platform back then, I was all in favor of it and said so on the platform, and I, I'm very supportive of it. Uh, you know, I was very active in Parler, and I don't know what they've done, but it hasn't been pretty. Um, but in any event, uh, I, I'm not afraid to express my opinion, and I've been called an idiot before, and I'm sure it'll happen again. Hey, we all can be called idiots as we're doing great things in order to stop the idiocy. Absolutely. So, Bob, thanks for calling. I will tell you that we're very close to being able to launch in the crowdfunding environment. I also will tell you that uh, if, 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 if I didn't make that commitment to everyone back in January, um, that I would let everyone participate in it, I would have already launched this company because the amount of support that I'm getting across my sophisticated investors environment has been dramatic. We are oversubscribed mm -hmm. by almost eight times 
the amount Great. of that raise. So I am going to make sure that I honor that, which has been a little bit of a hassle, honestly. But you'll you'll see you'll hear about that in the next couple of weeks, and we will launch Votum Technology. Um, uh, Votum, by the way, means a vow or promise. We'll be launching that in the next couple of weeks. It should be really great. I'm looking forward to it, sir. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for calling. God bless you. Thank you. You take care. The thing that keeps me going are the 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 thing that really keeps me going, if, if we're being honest, is the people that are starting to stand up and starting to see this courage. Remember what I said before months ago? I said, look, courage is more infectious than fear as they try to, to squish who we are as people, squish our ability to... Uh, I know, I saw, I saw, I saw. Uh, squish our ability to uh, stand up and persecute people and, and create all these laws. I mean, if you saw the number of laws that they're putting out there at the state levels and at the federal level, it's unbelievable. You're chasing your tail. So going, all right, so they have the vaccine, required vaccine over here. You can't be a teacher if you don't take the vaccine over here. You have uh, you know, a difference of opinion. You have people dying on the vaccine front. You have new bills that are coming out that, that are not only attacking the uh, corona uh, pandemic vaccine, but are also uh, addressing other vaccines that, that people have had religious exemptions or personal exemptions for. You have stuff happening on election integrity. You have people saying there's nothing to see there. You have the border crisis. You have education crisis with critical race theory and gender fluidity and all of this stuff all at the same time. And yet, I feel like people are waking up and listening and going, well, we, we don't have to panic, right? We don't have to panic. We just say, no, you want to attack our First Amendment? We're going to sue you. We're not only going to sue you, we're going to keep talking. We're going to build alternate platforms. We're going to do things that are necessary to protect our kids and our grandkids and to protect that sacrifice that happened for generations before us. But we have to be able to say no. We have to become advocates. Talk about what Rob said. He says, hey, we're coming to, to Colorado on June 24th. You'll have an opportunity to be 20,000 people there. He said 20,008. That means he's bringing eight people. Um, I, we are, by the way, going to have a ticket price on it because if you'll notice what's happened at a lot of these um, rallies that uh, have put on it, you've had these leftists that have gone in there and taken those tickets, and then they say, oh, see, no one shows up. No one shows up. So we're gonna, we are going to charge for it, and it's a very expensive to put on. FEC United will be doing that. Um, along with other organizations. We'll be introducing those other organizations as well. So we have another caller on that I'm going to go to. Nathan. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks. I, I listen all the time at work. And, and tell Max, uh, he's kind of more manly being sick on the phone. He does, huh? No squeaky voice. <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, we just need to come together as a country, Americans, and, you know, collectively and sacrifice. I agree with and you. And we're going to have to hit them where it really hurts. Well, in the wrong. But it is going to take us changing some of our habits, changing some of our buying habits, stopping, stop buying Coke, stop using Amazon. I think, I think, I think we need to do something a little bit more drastic. America needs to go on strike. All right, say that again. I said America needs to be a little bit more drastic and go on strike. I think that's a I think that's a great idea, but if Biden has his way, that won't actually be a problem because there won't be much left if inflation starts going up any higher over the next sixty days. We won't have. I don't any. know. This is. I know since it started, since he got elected, I've I bought all kinds of weapons and ammo. <laughs> well, and again, we hope that we never have to get there. But when you have a communist takeover of a country. 
that is happening the way it is happening today, where a silent sleeper cell, which is what we're dealing with, we have what we're dealing with in this country are sleeper cells that are the same as sleeper cells you'd see in the Middle East or sleeper cells you'll see in, in parts of, of Northern Africa that are Islamic terrorists. That's what we're dealing with in our country today. And they are, they are using this, this migration of infiltration of the borders. They're not bringing the, the greatest people, the, the, the best and greatest people into the country. That's not what's happening. We're seeing, we're seeing all sorts of things happen at our border to keep us distracted. There's so many holes in our boat and we haven't learned to stand up and say enough of the holes in the boat. Do what you have to do or we're firing you. We're not gonna go out there and get a petition. We're gonna fire you. And, and this is what was so effective after World War II when soldiers came home and dealt with corruption, they just dealt with it. A thousand of them got together and they said, nope, get out. And they said, well, we're going to call in the National Guard and say, okay, great, but we have better guns than they do. That's why they're coming after our Second Amendment. That's why they're slowing down primers. That's why they're making it hard for, harder for ammo to be, uh, to be received. That's why they want to attack our ability to have, to, to have uh, um, you know, AR-15s. It, that's why they allow people to get um, uh, to go through the background check and get a gun when they're on the FBI's list. They could stop it from happening, Nathan. They just don't want to because they want to use it as an excuse, you know, excuse to stop to stop us from having our rights and having ability to uh, to protect our country. Well, I know it's just, it's just frustrating having to watch all this unfold and. I feel like you can't do nothing about it. Well, we can do something about it. The power of no and becoming an advocate. If you're not willing to speak about it, you can't be about it. You can't sit on your couch and complain about it and say that there's nothing you can do because there's plenty that we can do. Plenty. We just have to be willing to stand oh, I, up. I have no problem telling them no. <laughs> Keep saying no then. And then get other people to say no. Become an advocate. Be the one to go town to town telling people what we're actually dealing with. And those people that try to... And here's the other part. People are like, well, they'll dox me. That's a real problem. So as, as conservatives, as people on the, on the right, people that are law-abiding people, you know, we don't want to dox other people, but unfortunately that's where it's come to. We've gotten to the place where if they want to do it to us, we have to do it to them. We have to uncover who they are. And we have to stop giving them, we have to stop giving them, we have to stop, take, we have to stop believing that, that we have to do business with those people. I'll give you the final word. Good thing I never liked Coke to begin with. <laughs> Absolutely. Nathan, I'll give you the final word. I'm from the birthplace of Pepsi. I stick with Pepsi. I'll give you the final word, and then we'll. I do thank you for calling. Um, all I to say is I appreciate what y'all are doing. The show is usually a little boring when you ain't there, Joe, because I get fired up. I do get fired up. And I should get fired up. And you should stay fired up. And if I got to come on here every day and have the Joe's rant at the beginning of the end to keep you fired up, you just tell me when. I'll be your Huckleberry. And I want to see if uh, we get uh, FEC in yeah. Alabama. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Send us an email, um, joe at fecunited.com, and uh, someone will actually respond to you and see if we can help get that set up there. Thanks for calling, Nathan. Appreciate you. God bless you. All right. Thank you. God bless you. That brings me to uh, taking a short break to thank our sponsors and to give you a little bit of uh, insight on things to protect your family. We all want to make sure our family is protected in a medical emergency. 
Well, many of us do not realize that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of the emergency medical flight. Um, even if it is covered, you have high deductibles and co-pays. That's why Air Med Care Network is so important. As a member, if an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for Air Med transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, the membership starts at $85. Uh, AMCN providers are called upon to transport more than 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should be without. As I said before, I actually bought this coverage. And then I bought the other coverage that because I travel so much, if I'm in another state, I need to be moved from one hospital there back to my home state. Um, I have the ability to do that without going broke. So uh, Air Care, Air Med Care Network. And you can use the uh, promo code daily d-a-i-l-y and they will give you a gift card up to fifty dollars so there you go so i, I want to i know we're we're uh, we've got about 25 minutes left and we've had a bunch of callers and it's turned into just talking with callers i want to uh, do a couple things here number one i want to tell you to go to depernolaw.com follow matt deperno and he's in antrim county a lot of great things that are coming out of antrim county uh, if you go to his website, you'll also see that there's a video that explains what phantom ballots are by Dr. Frank. Um, Dr. Frank is is a mathematician, even though there are people in Colorado that have tried to say that he doesn't understand regression. I would question their ability to understand anything by saying that an election is the gold standard without even understanding the election system holistically and how code works and how Dominion voting system works. Dominion voting systems is not a safe solution. It is not something that protects the voice of the American people. It is 150,000% a system that is either designed or with people like Eric Coomer, and I'll say it, um, given opportunities to uh, take away the voice of the American people. And if that's not true, then why are they hiding and why are they deleting and why are they causing havoc everywhere that Dominion is? If it smells like rotten fish, it looks like rotten fish, it's rotten fish. So we have another caller. Oh, no caller queued up. Sorry. See, I told you that the great part about having Max here is Max usually handles this stuff and I get out and look for different, different information. Um, doing this myself is kind of fun, but I do get a little fired up um, as Nathan was saying. And the reason why I get fired up is because I don't feel like people understand your obligation to this country. You don't understand it. Maybe you do. Maybe some of you do. But we talk about it and we get on social media and we tweet about it and Facebook about it and, and contribute to the things that we need to do on social media, but we don't act about it. We don't do things. So I'll take a quick minute and talk about FEC United. That's F-E-C, Foxtrot, Echo, Charlie, United. Whoa, what's wrong with me? Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Okay, so uh, FECUnited.com. Um, I, I, I can put it everywhere except for on Facebook. If you try to do FEC United on Facebook, it won't actually let you post it. Uh, it says it goes against their community standards. But it, for as little as $60 a year, you can become a card-carrying member of FEC United. We are growing to two other states. We have another 14 states behind that that will be opening. And uh, it looks like Nathan said that he wants to open one in Alabama. It'd probably be nice to have one down in that area as well. Um, we are um, about 109,000 people that are currently members right now and growing. I know that we had a bunch of new members yesterday, uh, but you can go in at fecunited.com. There's actually a link there that says that you can become a member um, or you can donate. 
um, we'll take both. Um, you can donate or become a member, but we'd really like you to become a member. The reason why FEC United was started was to give back the ability for communities to secure the things that are most important to those communities, and that is faith, education, and commerce. The things we're working on right now is creating a parent alliance, allowing parents to actually have enough density to stand up, power in numbers, against these corrupt school boards and these leaders, and frankly, intimidate the leadership that was elected to do the right thing, which 99.9% .9 of the time they do not. They stand up for what people want them to stand up for, you know, the, the people behind the curtain that are telling them that they have to um, allow the left to subvert the Constitution, putting all this stuff in our schools, uh, infecting our kids' brains, and, and frankly, destroying our community. Um, so we, we're building that. We also, on the commerce side, are building like a, a chamber of commerce. In Colorado, there was a, a vaccine bill that came up, and so there was a bunch of people that were testifying, and they had people from the chamber of commerce that actually were testifying in favor of mandating vaccines for everyone that there was no exemptions the chamber of commerce has become a a hiding place for the radical left and they've done everything like you've seen on time i don't know if you saw the time magazine article but the time Mag magazine article basically said that they got together with the trade unions and were able to secure the election they admitted it this is what the left does they hide in plain sight this is what dominion does they hide in plain sight they work with other election systems to subvert the voice of the American people. So FEC United is designed to stand up. We, we will not apologize. FEC United is not an organization that's gonna say, all right, let's operate with the quorum and walk over here and we're gonna be nice and oh, let's just elect people. No, we're gonna recall people. We're gonna have a season of recalls. We wanna disrupt everything that they're doing. We wanna put, find people in places where that, that are in their communities that can actually run for office and we wanna do everything we can to support them. And as FEC United grows, so grows our ability and influence in elections. So while I believe that we're at a place, a critical place where that we're at a civil war point, I also believe that with enough density, if, if, if FEC United has grown this much in just nine months, imagine what it'll do over the next year and go from 100,000 people to 10 million people to 20 million people. But that takes ambassadors and people like you who stand for creating a... Uh, um, stand up and stand for creating a more secure society to protect those opportunities for our kids. So Max found a, a meme for the colonial pipeline and Hunter Biden. Okay. All right. I, there we go. I don't really understand it. Is there something to this, Josh? Is there something I should know about this? Uh, well, uh, we just want to know that Hunter Biden was um, very good with pipes and it would appear he's got one in his mouth. So we figured he might be the one to actually get that thing turned on right away. But it turns out that that somebody decided to pay the fine anyway. So apparently you can take America hostage and we'll pay the money. But we thought we'd be he'd be able to like maybe suck start that one again. But we don't have to worry about suck that. Suck start that. Okay. All right. So, it, yeah, if, if you guys did not hear, Colonial Pipeline actually paid a ransom between 4 and $5 million where Biden's uh, press secretary, I think, for the White House – said that it was a private matter for Colonial Pipeline. Um, he actually came on and said, oh, I guess it's not private, and yeah, you should pay the ransomware. And then the Democrats came right back and said, oh, by the way, it was Russia. Russia did it. So they, they pushed that narrative that Russia was colluding, and now they're pushing the narrative again that Russia is the one that's responsible for shutting down the pipeline. 
Um, Also, uh, Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, on the heels of what happened with Colonial and the fact that people are paying absorbent amounts of money for a gallon of gas. And by the way, I I want you to know that things are really tight for many Americans. And so having a 50% increase in the cost of fuel doesn't just affect the fuel that you put in your car. It's also heating oil and things of those sort. So having what's happening in our society right now over the last six months is the whole world is burning is causing people to go without food, causing people to go without basic necessities. Now, why is that important? If we just look at the causation behind this inflation rate and what's happening, the fact that Biden is a total crap bag, um, we can relate it back to uh, kids not going to school right now. So how are they eating? You know, it used to be that they went to school and that's where they could get a couple of square, you know, at least one square meal a day. Um, now they don't even have that with the schools being shut down. And now we're heading into the summer, which we also know is the time at which people travel more in this country, which means we can look forward to even higher gas prices and possibly shortages. So Maricopa County, I'm going to go back to this a little bit. I know I've I keep talking about everything that's going on. It's hard not to. It's hard not to see everything that's happening across our country and not say to ourselves, where are we? Like, how how did we get here? How did just in short six months, six short months, seven short months, did we go from an economic high with indicators by um, companies like Goldman Sachs saying that the economic forecast for the next 24 months is as good as it could ever be? They actually said that we'll have a small slowdown because of COVID, but it would explode by the end of the second quarter. We're approaching the end of the second quarter, and the only thing that's exploding is our country. There is no economic increase or upside. We're seeing shortages everywhere from uh, chipsets for automobiles to gas prices going up to phone prices going up to oil, or excuse me, to um Medical, pri- I mean, I, I just saw the, the thing that we got in the mail for our insurance here, and they're saying that uh, when we go for renewals in December, we can anticipate a nearly 25% increase in premiums. How, 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 how is that even possible? And how is that something that does not, is not cause for alarms to go off? Okay, so... COVID is not COVID-19, so which do you mean? All right, if you're not going to call in, I'll, I'll just go through some of the comments and, and answer some questions for you here. Um, also, I want to talk about... Okay, sorry. I have to do everything right now. Hey, Josh, yeah. did you guys, did you find that, that uh, um, video? No, and we were trying to ask Max for it, and we didn't have a context for that. So we apologize for not having that for you. But you have my voice. I can have your voice. I'm yeah. talking about the, the uh, video for the CEO of Smartmatic, who in 2017, you can't find it? Yeah, and uh, part of it, I kind of found something on it, but was part of a copyrighted video. So if we were to play that, it would be copyrighted, and they would immediately just give you a copyright strike in the middle of the show. Because the masters of the universe have algorithms that recognize that stuff and they cannot wait to find a reason to mute you and all of us so that would really not be good for us but it was an interesting thing because uh part of that thing said it was you know they found ways into that system so yeah you could actually access it over the internet you could well, if it connects to the internet like max says all the time you can hack it and we knew this three years ago 
So what happened in those three years? Well, and, and what was interesting about that video, and I'll find it, I'll find it for everyone and put it out on all the, the uh, links, is that it came on the heels of the people in Venezuela not believing the outcome of the election oh. in 2017. Really? Yeah. And so he had a press conference where he said that the election system was compromised and that the opposition party had a problem with the re election results. Now, and yeah. when they actually got into the computers and the systems, they were able to confirm the fact that the results had been tampered with. This is Smartmatic in 2017. And then we have three years, we start using it, and then suddenly we have the safest election in history, an election they won't let us look into, yeah. an election they won't let us check servers for. Uh, I mean, all the databases are now empty. I mean, all these red flags are going off here that makes you think that something is wrong. I mean, I can't use that F word, F-R-A-U-D. I can't say that word because they'll, they'll try to ban us in places, right? And Wait, we can't, we can't say that word on Facebook either? I thought that that was something we could talk about. I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek. But so I just any time that you have to have a bunch of media and psyops saying that this is something that's safe as ever. You have to trust us. Don't look into it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. That's a big red flag for me because if it was super safe, they would be so transparent. They would throw that information at us. Right. And we've never gotten that. So how can we believe them? And nobody did anything about it in three years. Our elected political officials did nothing. Nobody looked into it. Nobody cared. I mean, this is the people that we voted in office. So this is my fault. You know, this is the, everybody's fault who voted for those no we didn't we didn't vote for those individuals i think that's the whole point is we're dealing with a massive amount of subversion of the american people's voice I'm, okay and, I'm it, and it's happening at every level it's happening at every level they yeah. they, they are when a system has to rely on the honor of people to run it mm. that is not a secure that is not a secure system no it's not and the excuses they use about IDs, and again, I, and you can- Yeah, I want indelible ink. I want to put my finger there. I want to show people. I want a picture to be taken of me t doing that vote, yeah. right? So yeah. I have proof. Because if I can't cross-reference that to anything, how can we prove that there was, a fraud could exist anywhere? Yeah. And we can't. So Jam Jambro says 4.2% inflation in one blank month. You one guys, month. imagine four more months, five more months. I've watched some videos of legit economists that they were headed to inflation like 20s or worse. And you're right, Jamber, you're absolutely right. That's, that's exactly what we're headed to. So my question is, what are we going to do up until that point? Are we going to sit here and watch it happen? Are we going to watch our place burn down and then say we, we couldn't do anything? We can do something. We can. We can. We can throw these guys out of office. We can throw them out of office. We don't have to wait. We do not have to wait. The, the revolution in this country is not Antifa. The revolution in this country is not BLM. It is not critical race theory. It is not white people are bad. If we wait, if we wait, we will have a place where it is unsafe for every person in this country, where criminals rule the day with their criminal leadership of Democrats. We don't have to let it go. You know, you actually, I, when he said that, hey, we need to, we need to have a, you know, we need to walk off basically. We need to have yeah. a strike as American people. Would you stop paying taxes? That th would do it. That gets everybody's attention. Th th this gets back to another thing. Who who owns your house? Let's say you, let's say you pay your house off. Who owns it? Technically, right now the bank owns it until I pay it when off. You, when right? you pay it off, who owns it? Me. No, you don't. You don't own it because I still owe taxes for You're the property. What do you mean? You rent it. 
If you don't pay your taxes at the end of the year, what happens? Oh, they're going to come in. They're going to take my house. <laughs> they take your house. Absolutely. The state and, will come in for, unless I can for pay $500. That, that money, right? Unless right. you know what I owe. So who owns your house? The government, it sounds All like. All right. So you don't, you don't even own property. No. If you, if you don't put tags on your car, yeah, can you drive it? it? Okay. Yeah, so no. do you own your car? Uh, outright, yes. Do you? But unless I get tags for it. But if you don't get tags for it, you can't it. drive it. Right. But do I you own your car? Get a driver's license to drive that car. Do you own your car? No. Ah, you don't own your car because you have to renew it every year. So if you don't renew it every year and you try to drive on the street, what do they do for you? What do they do to you? They will tick the heck out of me. And they'll arrest they will you. Find the heck. Yeah. Out and of then they'll too. take it right. and they'll impound it. Usually a U.S. citizen. Will so do you own your car? To, yes. So no, I don't own my car. Then. So let, let me let's, let's get this straight for everyone here that that for the peanut gallery. Okay. You don't own your house. You don't own your car. You have a job, but the first four months of the year, you have to give to the federal government. Yeah, at a high tax rate. No, no. the first four months of the year, if, if you had to pay it up front, the month, January, February, March, April, on average, right, goes to the federal government. So or excuse me, federal and state government. So, yeah, so I don't okay. own my house. You don't own your house. You rent your house. Because at the end of the year... The government sends you, the state government, whatever, sends you a bill, bill. Yeah. for property tax. And if you don't pay that, then they take your house. And if you pay off your house and your property tax is $5,000 a year, you owe them about $430 every single month in order to live there still. So you don't own your house. You're renting your house. This is what it's gotten to in our country, people. This is, this is what we, we don't, we never think this through. And now we don't even have an election system that represents the people. You don't even have that. You have a Canadian company that houses with Soros up in Canada, running our elections in the United States with deep ties to the Antifa movement. Say, say it's not. Uh, I, he was not on, I'm not on that call. I was not on that call with Antifa. As he posts the Antifa manifesto and all the other stuff that Eric Coomer posted. I hope he's listening. There you go, Coomer. Guys, forgive me for doing that. I had to do it. I can't. Made me feel better. I just can't. That's okay. The, that yeah. home audience, the listening I gave audience the on podcast won't hear that. My, my point is, is that we, we sit here and we just say, it, we, there's nothing we could do about it. But we can. There's the power of no. The power of no. We haven't learned it yet. We haven't even learned how to hit the share button for, for 50% of you. Sure. And the reason why you haven't hit the share button, so it's a, the reason why you haven't hit the share button, and I don't want you to now. You already, you've, you've, the show's almost over. We got five minutes left. But the reason why you haven't hit the share button is because you don't want to be ridiculed by people that are in your environment. You don't want to be ridiculed. You don't want people to think badly of it. You think of that one person that you're like, oh, but I really like that person. I know that they're a raging liberal and they're just going to say stuff to me and I just don't want it. That's why we're where we are right now. That's where we are. We are. We're, we're at a place right now where you don't own anything. And when you die, they take 50%. The estate tax is 50%. And the wealthy, they figured it out. See, there's all these sophisticated ways that you can actually create trusts. And then those trusts allow you to pass it on to your next of kin, and then it creates a legacy. But most of us don't have that. So 50% of everything you have goes to the government. Oh, and by the way, if you get to a point where you have to go to a home, they take your Social Security, they do a, a thing on your assets. This just ha I mean, I just had to deal with this with my friend. Here's all your assets. And then they go, oh, we're going to sell everything off, put it in this trust, and we'll use that money to make you sure you can stay alive. But when it runs out, the government will pay for you to be here. No worries. 
We're, we're not paying attention to what's happening. We're not paying attention to what's happening in our country. See, our country's already gone. We just have to decide on whether or not we want to take it from them. When they can give the average American that goes to the Capitol to say, listen, you, you stole our election. You stole it. You, 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 you went against the voice of the American people. When they can say that a Canadian company can sue us for defamation and a guy that actually runs things can do the things that he does and Maricopa County can erase everything and up in Antrim County, let's attack. They have people that have to secure Matt DiPerno every day. And then if you start just looking at what's happening, gas tax, 40% of everything that you pay at the pump is taxed. It's tax. It's not for fuel. Yet we sit here and we do nothing about it. You're like, well, what can we do? We can start by standing the hell up. We just, we're a, we're a country of cowards. I said it. You don't, you might not like it. I said it. We're a country of cowards. People say, Joe, you talk about it. Are you about it? Well, ask Josh if I'm about it. Uh, I cannot think of how many times you've been somewhere either protesting or talking to people. You've started organizations to fight back. You've put your own money into yeah. what we're doing now to make sure the message gets out. And for those of you who don't know, Joe, we have advertisers, right? But they're not keeping the lights on. The no. person who's keeping the lights on is in front of you in that microphone right now. To me. I mean, I work because this guy is standing up. And he, I remember the day he came to me. He's like, Josh, can you, can you do podcasting? Can you do stuff like that? Because I have this message I want to get out, but I need the right platform. And I need you to help me build that. And I said, of course, Joe, I can help you do that. And this thing went from an idea of where we were standing in a closet to a, a full-blown studio now where yeah. we, we link with people around the world, where people on Facebook are getting to us. We have people in New Zealand that call us. I mean, Joe has put more – he's put his personal life on the line, for those of you who don't yeah. know. He's, the guy is threatened constantly. But, but that, that, aside, that, that, that aside, if you know, you've seen some of these loonies that come at the restaurant. We had a loony that came up and said, let's go – you know, or say we're watching you threaten you with restaurants. I mean, yeah. I'm like, we can go outside right now. If you guys don't know, Joe's not going to be afraid of that. I'm not All afraid of it. He's going to give you that look, that Joe look where he's like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. And I'm just saying, don't don't push Joe. Have, has anybody ever heard of the Roy D. Mercer? Roy D. Mercer. It sounds so Roy funny. D. Mercer. <laughs> it's a it's a guy that gets on and does uh, prank calls. Oh, he says, well, how big a boy are you? I'm a pretty big boy. 6'2", 220 pounds, 230 if I'm being honest because I got I was COVID-20 and I'm COVID-10. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah. Yeah. He's 208 and I've been try- I tried to arm wrestle Joe once and it went bad for me. It went bad. You hurt L- my thumb. Listen, it, it's not about – I don't walk around saying how tough I am. I walk around telling you how, how much courage I have and the fact that I'm not afraid. I'm and not fearful. You tell people how tough they can be. Yeah, 100%. Right? You tell people how tough they can be. You really – People are so yeah. comfortable with the lives that we enjoy now that we've yeah. forgotten how to fight back for the things that we want. Yeah. And all we need to realize is once that comfort goes away, things are going to yeah. change in your life, and you're going to be looking to people on how to direct that. So Joe's given us that direction. I mean, Look, go, we're, we're resilient thing. people as Americans. We just haven't realized that, that we have a choice. We don't realize that we can have our, our Boston Tea Party, Party moment. Right. And I, I just want to say hi to the FBI and the CIA and all those that were – uh, you know, happy and subverting the voice of the American people and tell you that everything that I'm saying is stuff that that everyone's feeling. I'm not I didn't just come up with this stuff. It's how we feel. We feel you're your trash. We feel that this 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 communist ideology, this socialist ideology 
these people that want to to recruit kids to be gay, not teach them math and science and all those things, but to oppress them, make them slaves. That's what we've become. Comfortable slaves. That's what we've become. Yeah, you got it. You, you nailed it, man. So for those of you who don't know, Joe is always going to keep up that good fight. So, Joe, thank you for keep making that yeah. fight happen. Thank you for giving. Well, me thank you for doing what you're doing. Hey, even man, though I'm even here. though you're going on vacation and you got a couple of trainees that have totally screwed it up hey, for listen, me today. You know, eventually you have to go somewhere. Right? <laughs> but it's okay. They're doing a fantastic job. It's a hard job. I actually do the job of two people. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. We're we are at that place right now where it is as such a time as this. It's a biblical. We're at a biblical place right now. We're, we're at a place where, you know, we have to decide. We have to decide what we're gonna what we're gonna follow. What what are you know what is important to us? Are our kids important to us? Man, I would fight to, I would fight to the death to defend my kids. And frankly, it might come to that. It might come to the place where these clowns try to come after me. It might come to that, but I'm okay with it. All right, that's going to be the end of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please go to uh, Apple Podcasts, download us. Obviously, give us a good review. If you go on to um, give us a review, um, say nice things about Max. Don't s- talk about him being sick, but he likes it when people say nice things about him. Um, we're, we're in the fight for our lives, guys. This is, this is uh, it, it's, not, it's not drama. What, what the left produces is drama. What we have is just being realistic. Tonight we have a, just so you know, FEC United meeting um, in Denver. We will be broadcasting that. You can go to FEC United's Facebook page. You can actually go to FECUnited.com. You can sign up to get alerts and get information. You can also do that for here, or for Conservative Daily, by going to 895, or texting 89517, um, the word freedom, and we will keep you um, informed on when we go live. Well, that's all. My name is Joe Oltman. This is Conservative Daily Podcast. And I just want to tell you, God bless you. God is at the wheel. And until tomorrow, have a great evening.